0: Welcome to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. David is the number one rated top conservative, according to the American Conservative Union. You want the truth about New York and national politics?
1: I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Truth in Politics, where you hear truth uncensored, not only from Myself as a New York state legislator on the floor with communists and socialists every day, but also nationally in what's happening. So you're listening to Truth in Politics on the BigWeck.com, BigWeck Podcast Network. Follow us also on Facebook. Okay, BigWeck, that's W-E-C-K.com. Catch us there. Share it. Let us know you like this. Because you're only going to hear the truth here. And it might be offensive to some of your tiny little ears, okay? If you're a socialist and a liberal, you might want to turn this off right now. Because what I have to say today is going to go to the core of what liberals are trying to do to destroy this country. And take away parental rights and other things, which you might not even know that's happening. But I'm going to tell you, because right now, transgenders and parental rights are, are at the forefront. And you might not think so, but I'm about to show you and, and expose it. So today, first thing I want to talk about is children are not property. This article, the Democratic lawmakers this week, a couple of them were caught on a hot mic. That means the microphone was on. They didn't know it. And so they started expressing their true feelings And this is what Democrats do, folks. They hide behind a rock. You run into a room and it's dark. You turn the light on and you see the rats scurry for the corner, rats scurry for a hiding place. That's what Democrats do. And they do it in Albany. We expose them all the time. But they're very bold in New York State because they control every single thing. And we're going to get into that later also because I do want to give you a quick update about the budget, which just got agreed upon, supposedly. And this could be the worst budget in the history of any state budget in the history of the United States. And I want to get into a, a few of the things. Hold on, folks. New York State is burning. The Democrats are fiddling. And over a half a million people left this state. A half a million. Last year alone. This year I'm predicting if this budget actually gets enacted next week, I think a quarter, three quarters of a million are going to leave this state. Jobs are drying up. Uh, We'll get into that. But first off, two Democratic lawmakers in Virginia were caught on a hot mic last week mocking parental rights as garbage, crap, and stupid. That's what they said. You're a parent. You know what? Your rights to control your kids and teach your kids the way you want and raise them the way you want. You know what they think of you? They think of you as garbage. They think of you as crap. And they think of you as stupid. All in quotes. That's what they said in the recordings, which were taken on a Friday meet and greet. State Senator Monty Mason and State Delegate Shelley Simons can be heard ripping Republicans over a bill that required. This look. This is what they're ripping about. A bill that required pornography websites to verify a user's age to be at least eighteen years before allowing access to its content. Do you understand that? you want to watch quadruple X pornography, all they're saying is we put up a bill that we want that website to verify that you're 18. We don't want 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds and 9-year-olds going to these websites and watching this. And we just want to verify. But to Democrats, you're an idiot. To Democrats, to have your right as a parent to control that, that's garbage, that's crap, that's stupid. And we are in the fight for our lives, folks, with our children. And you better wake up and listen to it now, because if you don't, this is the stuff that's happening. These people are unhinged, out of control, these Democrat liberals. So now Governor Yunkin, this is the governor. He said, not even discussing in the one he slapped, I'm quoting here, that online parental garbage on pornography bill. In one of the recordings referencing a bill number, he went on to describe the idea of requiring an extra step, one extra step in the online shopping process to verify a buyer's age as stupid. What are you sending a letter, he jokingly asked. I mean, it's all part of this, This quotes now, folks. I mean, it's just all part of this parental crap that they're selling, he said before Simons chimed in and tied the issue to her desire to keep the Democrat majority in the state Senate. This is why we have to keep the Senate, because the House in the hands of the Republicans, she said, and they can push through all kinds of stupid things, and we rely on the Democrats to kill it all. This is what we're up against. Just a bill for secondhand verification that you're 18. Don't you have to be 18 to drink in certain states or 21? Don't you have to be 18 uh, certain drivers? certain? Aren't there certain things in life that there are age, and that's why you have identification? But if you want pornography, you don't need to show how old you are because Democrats want to shove pornography down your child's throat. And I'm not making that up. That's the truth, and I see it in Albany. New York, and this is what we have. So with that, it's because of this. If you're not understanding, folks, there is an all-out assault, and you better wake up because this is an all-out assault on our assault on our values, our morals, our memes. This is this is how we were raised. This is what we grew up on. We all have a plumb line. I hope you all understand that a God-given plumb line. We know when we're when we're born what's right and what's wrong. You know that little kid. Uh, that steals the cookie. Okay. He knows what's right and wrong. We know what it is. Democrats are trying to blur that line. They keep moving it to the left. They try to erase it with a big magic marker and an eraser. And they try to make it look like everything is okay. And we're, we are to blame. But I want to show you how bad it's gotten with the Democrats and their assault. They just lie through their teeth. They are professional liars. I say that all the time. Democrats are professional liars. Kathy Hochul, our own governor, if she came to me and said the sky is blue, I would put down everything in my arms and look up to make sure because I wouldn't trust a word she said. She is a professional liar. And it's not just me. Ask anyone who knows her. Even the Democrats because she has flip-flopped on more positions than a fish that's sitting in a boat that just got pulled in. She flops all over the place. You know that she used to be an A-rated Second Amendment person. Now she wants to ban all guns in New York State. She she wants to support a bill that would outlaw pistols, be the first pistol-free state in the country. <laughs> I digress. So let's I want to show you a clip. I'm going to or, or play you a clip that actually illustrates if you're not listening closely you just it looks like political fodder but listen to closely to this gentleman on tv as he just dissects this biden clip let's uh let's roll uh tape one we are
1: told that voters are turned off by toxic politics and it is usually donald trump who gets the blame All right. Well, listen to this from Karine Jean-Pierre. No, it's not a nasty nickname. It's not a personal attack. It is an appalling degradation of our politics. Roll tape. Republicans promise to put cops on the beat. Instead, they're fighting to put fentanyl on the street by defunding Border Patrol. Their proposal makes clear that only things House Republicans are committed to giving to Americans are increased crime. I, I have to repeat that. Republicans are... FIGHTING TO PUT FENTANYL ON THE STREET, WHAT AN INSULT, NOT JUST TO REPUBLICANS, BUT TO ALL THOSE AMERICANS WHO HAVE LOST LOVED ONES TO BIDEN'S OPEN BORDER. I HAVE ANOTHER EXAMPLE OF TOXIC POLITICS, AGAIN, FROM DEMOCRATS. THE PRESIDENT ADDRESSING A UNION CROWD SAYS REPUBLICANS ARE, QUOTE, CUT FROM A DIFFERENT CLOTH, END QUOTE. (laughs) I was born and raised in England where class warfare was invented, and that was class warfare. Biden implies that Republicans are a snooty country club people, the country club party, looking down on working people. He's wrong. These days, union people tend to vote Republican, and it is the Democrat elites who look down on the rest of us. I'm going to end with this. A toddler dumped alone on the border. Look at that. Alone. Poor little kid, alone, totally alone. Will Biden and the Democrats ever take responsibility? I hope you understood that, folks. That
0: is what we're dealing with. And I saw that video. And that's at the border, where a woman walks out on the middle of the border and just lays down her baby and then runs away. And eventually, the Border Patrol comes. And this is what we have at the border, among other things. And you know it's a mess. And Democrats can't defend it, and they don't, for their open border policy. But that was also the press, the president's press secretary saying that Republicans want to give fentanyl away to kill people. This is, this is out of control, folks. This is Albany to a T, but this is what we have nationally. And if you think we're going to sit here and take it, most do. We've got to fight. It's time to get on your horse and fight. It's time to be Paul Revere and start yelling to the masses. This country is burning and the Democrats are fiddling and pushing and pushing and pushing as they always do. They're playing the long game, meaning they know maybe it won't happen tomorrow or next week, but they know next year or five years from now, this will happen. And it it continually does. They have the playbook and they're winning. And this all goes back to what I said at the beginning of this show. That the Democrats are pushing to normalize this dysfunction. This is their game plan to destroy the country by normalizing things that we have in our plumb line that we know are wrong. And it starts with the children, as we know they've been uh, trying to influence our children for years and decades and it's worked because now a lot of look at the woke crowd that now infiltrates our country. These young kids who have no clue what they're talking about when they sit there and protest certain things, they have no clue, but we have it here. Now let me push this along to show you where it's going. Okay. Because in Montana, a transgender lawmaker was just barred from the house for the rest of the year because of his remarks on the floor. And his remarks were, and I'll tell you what it was about, but his remarks were basically when you say your invocation and your prayer every day to open up session, look at your hands and all the blood that's on them. I mean, that was pathetic. But what he was talking about was a transgender bill that didn't get passed in Montana. What was that bill that he was so upset about? What was that bill that these Democrats were all fighting and protesting at the Capitol about? It was to legalize surgery, medical surgical procedures to transform children... As a sex change. What does that mean, you're saying? Oh, we're going to give them some therapy? No. This means if you're five years old and you're a little boy and your parents, because you're not old enough at five to say, I want to be a girl, but if your parents do, you know what happens? Chop, chop, young boy at five years old. Okay? Hey, young girl, here's what we're going to do to you for gender affirmation therapy and surgery And they don't want parental control. That's in New York State too, folks. This is what they're talking about. They don't want parental control. They want you to be able to have any of these surgeries on your own. It's disgusting. And it goes farther than that. But you have to realize this is becoming law in a lot of these states, these liberal states, like New York, which just passed that abortion surgical bill. Where any girl now can take these two pills, it's not, this isn't the pill, this isn't the day, this is the two pill procedure, which up until now, you had to be 18, you had to be a doc under a doctor's care, and monitored, the first pill kills the baby, so you're pregnant, Two, three months down the road, first kill kills the baby. And then a day later or so, you take the second pill, and that expunges the baby. And with that horrific procedure, you had to be under a doctor's care. Now you don't. Nope. No doctor's care, no nothing. I debated that bill a week ago. You don't have to be under a doctor's care, nothing Three to five women out of 100, three to five percent, that's a lot, need, need, who use this procedure, these pills, need hospital or doctor care. Three out of five, I think seven out of 100, there's a number, need blood transfusions because they bleed out so much when this procedure happens. This is a horrific procedure, folks. They tried to downplay it on the floor of the assembly and saying, oh, it was just a little blood. And it was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Stop lying. Democrats are professional liars. But this is what we have. And now the transgender community wants to have surgical operations on children without parental consent. And all the Republicans in Montana said was, no, you want to get it when you're 18? God bless you. But for children under the age, no. Not going to happen. And that's caused an uproar with this transgender community. Why are we in this country placating less than 1% of the population? Why are we dismantling the 99% who don't believe in this? For less than 1%. Why are we even giving them time? It's a joke. But it's truth. Again, speaking of truth, you're listening to Truth in Politics with David DiPietro. I'm a New York State Assemblyman. I deal with this stuff every day. And you're listening to the Big WEC Podcast Network. That's W-E-C-K. So where else did this go? Okay, let's, let's just make sure. I want to make sure you understand that this is all part of the big movement, okay? And when that trans-Montana lawmaker said that there will be blood on your hands, she wasn't kidding. But where else are we going to go with this? I want to tell you this. Let's go to the pedophiles bill, okay? You got transgenders, you've got pedophiles. This is a bill... And this is a movement in the United States right now. Folks, I hope you understand. This is a movement in the United States right now that's heading towards a concerning direction. Apparently, okay, this is what they're, they're celebrating, YAP, Y-A-P. You've heard of this? Maybe you haven't. I'll inform you. YAP stands for Youth Attracted Persons. Most of us aren't happy with it. But the pedophiles are all for this. What is a youth-attracted person? It is changing the word pedophile, okay? Because that's a derogatory term, a derogatory term, pedophile. It's offensive, okay, to pedophiles. That's offensive. I don't want to be known as a pedophile. I'm just a youth-attracted person. So you can change the terminology all you want, but I hope you understand they're trying to push this in New York State as an actual law to change that name from pedophile to youth-attracted person, okay, because according to those pedophiles, uh, quote, according to them, they are oppressed. And myself, for opposing it, this is what they say, I am a hateful fascist bigot. If I oppose the term youthful, attracted person over pedophile, normalizing pedophilia, folks, has always been the goal. Uh, They are the next victim class. Listen to me very carefully. They're the next victim class. These are the people that are going to come out and tell you they're oppressed, we're racists, we're bigots, we're homophobes, that they, uh, they like young kids. That's not their fault. That should be accepted in society. You don't, and again, goes back to parental rights. See how this all comes together, folks? Get rid of parental rights. Call us every name in the book. Get these laws passed so that they're normalized. Take away, taking away all your rights as a parent, your child can have, have, have an abortion, have a, a total harmful abortion, on command, on demand. And they can also be trafficked. This is getting sick. And if we don't stand up, we are in big trouble. We already are. Okay. This is, yeah, I tell people, I bring this out and, and, you know, all over the country, especially with the pandemic and other things, people called us tinfoil hats, conspiracy theorists, uh, you're howling to the moon. Well, I got to tell you something. Our tinfoil hats look like halos right now because we've been right on literally every single thing that we said was going to happen has happened. Our tinfoil hats are halos. And I wear it with pride. As a number one conservative in this state and around the country, I wear it with pride. When people tell me I'm being attacked, I wear it with pride, folks. And I'm not talking gay pride. I'm talking The pride of knowing that I believe in a savior, I believe in the Bible, I believe in a right and a wrong, I believe that parents have rights to raise their children the way they seem fit. I believe that you do not have liberals, Democrats, communists, progressives, socialists, you name it, they do not have the right to tell me how to raise my children. They do not have the right to pass laws so that my 12-year-old can go have an abortion without me knowing about it, that my 8-year-old can be taken and have uh, transgender therapy without me knowing about it, that they teach it in schools, that they can teach it in the classroom without me knowing about it. You better wake up. This is all happening. So see how this all comes about apart when you start talking about parent rights. And that's why those people, those two Democrats and Youngkin, the the socialist governor in Virginia, that's why they were upset. Because socialists cannot stand individual freedom of the parent. They want to control every aspect of your child. They want to have gender-affirming surgeries, changing a little boy, to a girl, a girl, to a boy. Speaking of which, on just off topic, I was watching an interview the other day this week. And my head was just turned in a 360 degree, (laughs) trying to make sense of this. And it was a national talk show host. And there was a woman on there debating him about men having babies. And she started telling him that he was an idiot and a homophobe. And he just sat there smirking at her because he was like dumbfounded. She's like, yes, men can have babies. Why would you, why would you oppose that? Why do you think they can't? Why? And it's, it's, she was dead serious. Men can have babies. And he just sat there and he didn't know what to do. He had that look on his face. He's like, I I, I can't believe you're trying to convince me that men can have babies. There's when there's, it's, it was amazing watching this interview. And, uh, and she got adamant and upset that he would say, no, sorry, the science says no. No, the science is men can have babies. We're doing it all the time now. And it was just blows me away because that all goes back to a biblical truth, which says in the end days, which <laughs> I think we're pretty close, uh, that right will be wrong and wrong will be right. And those people will worship, worship the devil, who proposes all the things that are wrong, and make it a big. The big lie will be absorbed, and truth will be pushed down, and they'll believe this stuff. And so they do. I mean, they're adamant in Albany, New York. They're adamant. Men can have babies. See how this whole parental rights is a huge fight that we need to win? This is something we cannot give up on, folks. We have to have, as parents, control of our own family. We cannot let the communist, socialist, democrats start taking away this one fundamental right as a human being, the family structure, okay? The number one thing God gave us in the Bible, right at the beginning of Adam and Eve, was the family And this is, and they hate that. So I just want to, I'm just, I hope I'm making the point that the parental rights leads us to all of this. Okay, taking it away. The transgender therapy, the, the, the surgeries. That's why we get attacked. That was the press conference with the press secretary saying Republicans want to put fentanyl on the street. That is so abhorrent. The fact that she can get away with it and the liberal media does not call her out. She should have been fired right there for that comment. She should have been fired. Thank you for your service. You're no longer needed. Your far leftist communist comments are not welcome anymore. But they don't, the Democrats and the liberals, they expound it. They love it. They celebrate it. That's scary. That's really scary, folks. I hope, uh, I hope this sinks in and we are able to uh, fight this. This pedophile bill is, uh, is just sickening. Okay. Uh, that uh, youth-attracted persons, this, again, wrong is right, right is wrong. Moral values have been skewed so far left, they try to put their agenda, shove it down our throat, and they're doing a good job of it, okay? But we have to stay vigilant. We have to stay focused. And the time is not now to let them get away with saying this. The time now is every time one of these idiot leftists says something like this, we get in their face like they do to us. We call them out. You want to tell me a man can have a baby? You're an idiot. I'll laugh in your face. You're a complete blithering idiot. Take that crap and put it where the sun doesn't shine because you're an idiot. Okay? And if you believe that, you know what? You need a little couch time, honey. Okay? Because I don't know where you got that from, but your mind isn't right. A lot of people think liberalism is a mental disease. (laughs) I'm not about to say it's not either. Because the things that they propose, which I just talked about, those aren't right. I don't care what world you live in. Those are are straight from the devil, and he's winning. And we've got to start fighting back at these people and calling them out. You're not going to say a man can have a baby and get away with it around me, okay? And you're not going to tell me that a child can have sex-changing surgery and get away with it from me. Without a parental consent. So with that, I want to just, we've got a few minutes left. I want to go into this uh, supposed budget that just happened in New York State because this could be the worst thing that's ever happened. This budget is easily, if this is what they're going to propose, I mean, this is going to, we'll find out in a day or two. Let's start out with, uh, again, it's three Democrats in a room, and I hope you understand that, folks. Republicans have no say in any budget or any, anything that happens in New York State. We're super minority. 101 Democrats, 49 Republicans. Super minority. Uh, 43 Democrats, 18 Republicans in the Senate. Super minority. Oh, and by the way, the communists run both parties of the Democrat party. And I just hope you understand that. I say it all the time, but I want to just reiterate it. When I started 10 years ago, there was one communist, Charles Barron in the assembly out of their hundred and some. Now there are about 16 registered with the socialist democratic party in the United States. That's what I've been told. They come in, they're militant, New York city. And the, the problem is they're running the show now. And, uh, the other Democrats, the moderates, have been wiped out. Okay, that's another story. AOC took on the Democrats when she got elected, and she's been trying to run the state. People don't understand that. The, the media doesn't tell you that, but that she's run um, dozens and dozens of her people, communists, against sitting Democrats, and they've won. Okay, what's the number one thing the Democrats fear uh, in the Senate and the Assembly? They fear their own party. They fear Democrats because if you're semi-moderate, you've been wiped out. And even now, the leftists, they go so far left to try and protect themselves. They hate primaries. These are the ones that are getting primaried And a number one thing. It's not Republicans they hate. I mean, they do hate us. Don't get me wrong. But what they fear is getting primaried from AOC and a number of far leftists. Because in primaries, the far left comes out, and a number of Democrats, I'm talking dozens, have, have lost. And I knew a lot of them who were moderates I could walk with and talk with and bring bills to and uh, have discussions. Not anymore. So I just want to make sure you understand. And so Kathy Hochul is, is, is placating to all of these far left Democrats up there. She originally threw about $4 billion, that's with a B, dollars at this budget to try and get the Democrats to give her an on-time budget. And they just laughed at her. Okay, there wasn't enough money in the country to throw at Democrats in New York State. But she tried, and then she found out she got her comeuppance, and they've been fighting her ever since in her own party. That's what's dysfunctional. But here's what I love. Check this quote out from the governor uh, with this new budget announcement. That's April 27th. That's yesterday. This bold, she says, quote unquote, this bold and fiscally responsible plan makes historic investments in communities across the state and makes New York more affordable, more livable, and safer. (laughs) Come on, that's it. Lie, lie, lie. Okay? It's not fiscally responsible, it's not even close. It doesn't make historic investments in communities. It makes historic investments in New York City Democrats' pet projects, folks. Not upstate, not central New York. And it also does not make New York State more affordable. The taxes are going to go through the roof on this to start funding the Green New Deal that they want to put through. And that's why half a million people left in one year. And we're predicting more than that this year with this budget. So it's not more affordable. It's gotten less affordable. And people are moving because of it. It's not more livable and safer. You have got bail reform, which they have not done, not changed hardly at all, and they're going to get a little tweak, and she's saying it makes it safer. You can't go from murdering one pe- person to, say, murdering 100, and then when you drop it down to, oh, we're only going to murder 99, that now we're safer. That's a joke. And she's spinning this, as a, and it's a huge lie. I hope you understand. She says, I promised New Yorkers would make our state more affordable, more livable, and safer, and this budget delivers on that promise. (laughs) It doesn't deliver on anything except give Democrats billions of new dollars for their prep projects, mostly in New York City. Leaves all the rural districts to fend for themselves, and that's why people are leaving. But here, let's go through a few of the things this budget does, and you tell me if this makes New York State better, safer, and more livable. Okay. First off, she says public safety, uh, she's providing um, $347 million in evidence based gun violence preventive initiatives. What does that mean? It means they're throwing money at ways to take guns away from legal citizens, not the gangbangers against the legal citizens. Okay. Investing $1 billion in mental health, the largest investment, blah, blah, blah. What, what that is is not mental health as we know it. That's government-run health care, folks, not private care. You've got, like, Catholic hospitals, Catholic prevention centers, Catholic pro-life centers, which, which are, are not—I'm not saying Catholic, but any private center— no, this money is for government-run, okay? And let me tell you one thing about government-run. They passed a bill the other day, which I voted against, of course, that said that all government-run health care facilities had to advocate, not just tell you, but advocate abortion when a woman came in for a pregnancy. These pregnancy centers had to advocate and give you all the information you needed on how to have the abortion. But, but, took away all the literature on pro-life, on who to talk to, uh, about if you want to keep the baby. This is what's going on. And they passed a bill that these private, attacking these private enterprises, that are pro-life, these clinics around New York State, they tried to close them all because they weren't advocating for abortion. Well, that's what they're doing. These are pro-life clinics, folks. These are when you come in and you're pregnant and you want to get some information and you want to talk to somebody. These are people saying, look, if you want to keep the baby, this is what we can do, A, B, and C. If you want to have an abortion, go to Planned Parenthood and talk to them. Don't you think there should be a, a ying and a yang to this? Not every girl has to get an abortion, but not in New York State. They want every girl to get an abortion. End of story. Billion dollar mental health. What a joke. Oh, well, next one. Protecting reproductive health care by investing $100 million. $100 million of your taxpayer money to fund abortion providers expanding access to abortion care for SUNY and CUNY students. That's the two-part pill. Any student, any person can get it now without a, a doctor's prescription, without the pharmacist recommendation, without the pharmacist telling you the dangers of it. Nothing. You go in, you say, I want it. They cannot stop you from getting it. Here it is. Free and simple. Not safe, but they'll tell you it is. But we, I don't want to even get into that because I've, we debated that. It's not safe, folks. It's very dangerous, especially without a doctor's supervision. Right? So in providing access to over-the-counter contraception at pharmacies, that's what I was just talking about, ed- enacting additional data protections for patients seeking reproductive health care and increasing the Medicaid reimbursement rate for abortion care. Do you hear anything in there about maybe talking to that woman about keeping the baby, any kind of financial incentive to keep the baby, any kind of financial incentive to even talk to these people and get counseling, anything for counselors? No. Worst abortion in the entire country, in the entire world, is New York State. Okay, record funding. Let's keep going. we got a few minutes, one minute here. Record funding for P through twelve schools, uh, school aid. Okay, remember this is public schools only, not your your privates. Another one: increasing minimum wage for three years, which is just uh, which is crazy. As a small business person, uh, let the market decide. I don't need government telling me to have the highest minimum wage in the country. And again. G- And you say, well, why do people leave? Because you know what? A business closed, like mine, that had 10 or 12 employees. I can't afford to pay them $17, $18 an hour like they want to go to. Okay? That business just does not support those wages. So what happens in a minimum wage type job setting? You close. And that means people are unemployed. And if they can't find another job, they move. (sighs) <sighs> goes on. This one also supports tenants. Basically, it says you can squat and you don't have to pay your rent Okay, for like two years. Sorry, we'll, we'll help you. But if we can't help you, you can stay in your, your place and not pay rent. And there's nothing the t- landlord can do, even though he still has to pay his mortgage. He has to pay for upkeep. He has to pay for heat, all that other stuff. If you don't pay him, it's not his fault. It's not your fault. You get free rent. Okay. And then after two years, here's the thing. After two years, you move out. No legal recourse to against you. Uh, let's. I could go on and on. This is just all New York City-driven. Okay. Here's last one I'll say. Is here's a great one. Here's a great one. Listen to this, please. This one expands access and boosting demand for New York food products, while supporting farmers by increasing food manufacturing capabilities in the state. Okay. This is. We're for farmers, they're saying, okay? This is a joke. Listen closely. Last week, the Republicans put up a hostile amendment bill, and here's what the bill said. All schools in New York State should buy New York State dairy product. Support our farmers. Buy New York State dairy products. What do you think? This is what this bill says, right? New York food and dairy products while supporting farmers. So here, let's support our farmers. Let's put in a bill, which we did, that says, hey, all schools should be buying their dairy products and any farm products from New York State farmers. And the Democrats voted it down, folks. They voted it down. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. They voted it down to support the farmers. But yet, here they say, we're supporting farm. Again, professional liars. You need to understand this. You need to understand That this whole thing is a house of cards in New York State. And these people are trying to destroy you and your family. All in the sense of, all in the name of socialism and communism. Again, you might not like what I have to say, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Here's my interpretation, because I deal with it every day. I have to deal with these people on a daily basis. I'm the number one target in New York State, okay, as the most conservative Republican in New York State, five years in a row from the conservative party and also nationally from the American Conservative Union five years in a row. Never been done in the history of New York, but it doesn't matter because they don't like anyone who calls them out, and I do. I don't sit on my hands in Albany like a lot of people and just collect the paycheck. And hope I get reelected. I don't need any of it. So I fight. I expose it like the rat in the darkness when the light comes upon it. That's what I do. I hope you uh, like it. I hope you share this podcast. I hope you listen. And remember, folks, I read the end of the book. We win. So, as bad news as all this is, stay positive, keep fighting run the race, we win this in the end, okay? This is all going to go down in the ash pile of history, the ash heap of history. You know, God is still on the throne. Lord Jesus is still my Savior, and I hope he's yours. Just get saved, but let's, uh, let's all fight this together. Let's stand up for our rights as parents. Let's stand up for our rights as conservatives, who believe in who have a moral plumb line, who believe in family values, who believe in our children should be raised with their parents. I hope that makes sense and I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. We welcome you to download and listen to the new podcast every week online at truthinpolitics.social and on numerous podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. Connect with David on social media and at truthinpolitics.social. The Truth in Politics podcast is done in partnership with Radio 1 Buffalo, LLC.